0: Hello and welcome to the Odds Checker Betting Show sponsored by Unibet. This is the Punchdown Festival Day 2 Preview. I'm your host, George Ellick. I'm delighted to be joined, as I was just now for Day 1, by Ed Quigley as we look ahead to Wednesday's racing at Punchdown. And uh, Unibet, the good people at Unibet, our sponsors, have an offer for you if you don't already have an account. It's a welcome offer, money back up to £40 if your first racing bet loses and a £10 casino bonus as well. So make sure you click on the link below. And I'll be talking through the Unibet prices as we go on this preview. Um, but we've done our pleasantries, Ed. We've spoken already about how we are and how we're doing and how we're looking forward to the week. So if you want to hear how, how it is, go back and watch day one. Um, but let's get straight into the racing then on day two. Uh, and starting with the 4.15. And normally, because we're going to to swerve to 3.40, because there are no prices yet. There are actually aren't any prices either in the 4.15. Um, but um it's a decent race ed has a view so we're going to go through it and i'll just run through um we've got 13 runners here including the likes of three card brag sandor clegane um you know there's a few decent sorts in here uh, fine margin um as i say no prices now unibet will be out shortly uh, ed who, who are you kind of hoping comes out at a bigger price
1: yeah, I, I mean, I'm guessing by the, um, my tissue that Sandor gain would probably be favourite here over three-car brag. I'm, I'm guessing kind of nine to four, maybe five to two. I, I don't know. Um, um, My days of odds compiling along behind me. But um, yeah, no, <laughs> Sa- Sandor Clegane, though, uh, put it this way. If you're we going on a match, Sandor Clegane versus three-car brag, I'll very much be with Paul Nolan's representative. I just think we'll have too many gears for three-car brag, which sounds a little bit funny given that, Three-car Bragg did win over a similar trip uh, at Ferry House. But all the vibes at, from Connections are the, the ground is essential for three-car Brag to be seen at his best. I mean, all three three wins in his career have come with the, the going description heavy somewhere underfoot. Uh, when he won at Ferry House back in January, I mean, they were coming home in different postcodes, weren't they? They, they were so tired. And um, uh, it was far from disgraced when uh, kind of plodding on the one pace um in fifth in the Albert Bartlett well I just think Sandor Clegane's got a bit more kind of tactical speed uh, we saw that in this horse one at Punchestown uh, here over a couple of furlongs further back in November but quickened up nicely to win and then again the was pretty keen uh, over two six and Nathaniel Lacey at the Dublin Racing Festival but didn't look devoid of pace at any point in that race so what I thought was encouraging was how well the horse settled Uh, when finishing third in the Albert Bartlett, obviously two places ahead of three-card Bragg. Uh, But I think meeting over two and a half is is massively swaying even more um, to Sandor Clegane's favour. But this way, if you run the Albert Bartlett over two and a half miles, I think the distance between Sandor Clegane and three-card Bragg would have been significantly better. I just think Sandor Clegane have too many gears here. There are, of course, some... Lighter race type, so we've touched upon. Who've not had the hard battles, perhaps that uh, a few of those have, including a senior chief who represents the Henry de Bromer team. Have really clicked in recent times, and again, um, this is a lightly race sort, arriving on a hat trick. Looks versatile in regards to ground, and um, I'm sure will be popular um, with with punters. So yeah, fascinating race, but I, I, I'm yeah, Sandal games North of five to two are definitely beginning involved. I suppose that, that just to touch upon, it, it's quite a boring point, but it's a salient one. Um, by the time we get the, to Wednesday, the ground probably will dictate this market massively, because mm. if the market is reacting to everything Elliott keeps saying, uh, in the sense that this horse must have it uh, as heavy as possible, uh, there is a chance this could drive towards yielding. Um, that's going to be massively against three-car brag, especially dropping back in trip and you know, uh, the, the market could really, uh, three car, Brad could take a huge drift in the market. So, yeah, Sandor game for me, be disappointed if he doesn't win. And I, I think he'll make a smashing chaser next season. And um, I think he could go two and a half or even step up to three, back over three for fences next year. But uh, I think he's a very smart sort. He's got scope to be a good chaser. And he's also got cracking form at down, He's won here twice. So, yeah, no prices yet. I'm having a wild guess. Uh, in terms of prices but but Sandor Clegane for me I just think he is he is the absolute class act in here and I think he can get the job done
0: Sandor Clegane the one for Ed hoping for a bit of five to two or bigger and um, Unibet are boosting the price of the favourite in this 4.15, uh, 4.45, 5.20, 5.55 and 6.30 as well so if you're going to Unibet at three o'clock or later on Wednesday obviously before uh, they go down uh, to post ideally uh, then you will get a boost on whoever is favourite so do look out for that. Um, Skipping the 4.45 no prices there on to the novice hurdle um, next up in the 520, and here we have Gaelic Warrior uh, stepping up and trip. Uh, is five to six favourite ahead of Salvador Ziggy. I know uh, ahead of sorry, of affordable Fury. He was eleven to two. Salvador Ziggy six to one with Uni fifteen to two about Embassy Gardens. Uh, Favore de Champdu is ten to one. 16 to one. Uh, Harry on grey, uh, twenty to one. What could have been. Thirty-three to one Kalanisi Star, forty to one Franciscan Rock. So nine runners here, um, with an odds-on favourite in Gaelic Warrior, uh, who just uh, ran a cracker in seconds. And interestingly, a lot of the quirks that always seem to be the buzzwords around Gaelic Warrior. Um, you know, he looked, looked pretty, pretty true and jumped pretty straight.
1: Yeah, he did. That was the, the worry, wasn't it, about um, heading right-handed in his obstacles? By and large, he was, he was much straighter. In that department, I think it was fair to say. Uh, interesting here, as you say, coming up to best part of three miles for this one because I still thought he was keen enough over the extended mm. two five. Um, he was a little bit free early on. Um, you can't say he's not seen out the trip well uh, over two five in the Ballymore. He's just chased one of the best, plenty of best horses in training in Imperon on Pass, who you know absolutely pulverised them. But um, Gaelic Warrior up to three miles here will need to settle better. That would be my slight worry. and obviously, if Paul can get Gaelic Warrior switched off, then the Wills is Oyster over this distance. But uh, Affordable Fury uh, is a totally different type of horse, probably not one with any kind of natural quirks or perhaps the raw ability of Gaelic Warrior. Um, but we got confirmation bias at Cheltenham in the Albert Bartlett that staying is not a problem. Um, stepped up to three miles in the Albert Bartlett last time out, to be honest with you a four mile Albert Bartlett would have been perfect for affordable Fury. <laughs> and it, this horse is all stamina. I mean, 150 to one, you, you watch it back. There's no fluke about the performance, um, was held up off the pace, made some real eye catching headway and, um, and, and just stayed on really strongly towards the line. It, it was a really good run. Obviously the aforementioned Sandor again, the neck back in third there and just couldn't quite reel in stairway. Fay. uh, I know ground here is quite boring, but ground could, again, play a huge part. If this turns into a real battle of wheels and we do get some heavy rains arrive on the Wednesday, Affordable Fury against a keen going Gaelic Warrior up to three, um, I'd be a bit nervous as a Gaelic Warrior backer. Uh, A fascinating race here. Uh, My my gut instinct is just telling me that the uh, Affordable Fury, hard to knock out the frame. If we've got the nine going to post, uh, kind of hard to knock that individual out the frame each way um if you can you know replicate uh 90 of that run at the Chantler festival that's going to put him bang in the mix here and he and he improved massively for a a proper test of stamina and going up up in trip so yeah gaelic warrior holds most of this field by you know around 10 pounds or upwards doesn't he um Mm. and and if he can bring his two mile two and a half mile form to table he will win but uh, affordable for Affordale Fury, get my um, pronunciations mm. right, for Noel Mead, uh, my each-way selection against Gaelic Warrior.
0: Affordale Fury, 11-2, to um, their uh, second favourite behind Gaelic Warrior. Also, Gaelic Warrior, you know, if, if this experiment at the longer trip does work, um, Gaelic Warrior with Unibet is 25-1 to 1 for next year's stay as heard at the Cheltenham Festival. Unibet be do have the uh, most Cheltenham festival markets priced up of anyone. And you can find all the races up there. So do check that out if you're that way inclined in April 2023. Um, yes. So, for, uh, yeah, Fidel Fury, 11 to 2. Move on then to the uh, 5.55, which is the Punchstown Gold Cup. Fascinating, this. And I I, I mean, you're, uh, I'm intrigued to know what you'll... Say, I mean, and Trump couldn't have been more impressive, of course, in in, in the uh, Cheltenham Gold Cup. But 130 to 30 on um, seems very short in what looks to be a, a pretty decent field because Brave Band's game hopefully will turn up and is 9 to 2 second favourite. And the resurgent returning Envoy Allen is 10 to 1 after that festival win. Uh, Hewitt, 20 to 1, Fury Road, 28 to 1, Fast or Slow, 50 to 1. A really interesting little six runner, trappy affair, this one. And um, what do you make of, of Galapagos' price at the top? uh i suppose it's by default it's about
1: right and my gut feeling is sh- brave man's game and galloping should be a bit closer together in the market than they are um the, the general consensus is coming back to three miles helps uh brave man's game and I, I would kind of concur with that sentiment really i i do i think this is less of a test of stamina um with all the political wranglings that have been going on, I think Brave Man's Game not making it to Entry could be a massive blessing in disguise. Uh, he bombed out at Entry last season, and ran really flat. He's had a bit of extra time to prepare for this. Um, I, I think yeah, I think Gallop in the Shop will probably win. I think Brave Man's Game over this trip, providing he's you know is okay, he's going to give him something to think about here on a inverted commas relative test of speed compared to. Three and a quarter miles at Presbury Park. Um, hard to try and find a an natural betting angle in here. I was looking up some of those shocks I spoke about uh, earlier in the show. Um, I think Planet Sound won at a huge price. Follow the plan was a massive one. China Rock, they were going through them. There's been a few, few ones that have uh, made the bookies laugh all the way to the bank uh, on the evening. And um, it is that type of race where sometimes horses just gone over the hill. That is the worry. You wouldn't have thought you could kind of put that tag to galloping Deschamps, could you? I mean, he's not Mm. exactly been exerted uh, a lot this season. Didn't make his season reappearance to December, did he, over two and a half, and then has had the two races since. So, yeah, funny old one. Um, Depending on what the ground was doing, if it didn't get too soft, I I think Hewick is the overpriced one. I've got to try and find some betting here or some angle uh, either with distances or each way without the favourite or something. I've got I've got to find a Hewick angle. I just haven't come up with it yet. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, obviously the, the sentimental story of the, the you know, €800 Euro purchase aside, I mean, this horse's transformation and, and rise through the, the ranks, uh, absolutely phenomenal, it has to be said. And um, obviously there are a few jumping frailties here. has failed to complete on the last two starts. But, you know, watch that goal. Gold cut back you you know your your eyes don't lie really i mean he was jumping three out going really well and was just starting to tire when crashing out two from home i think coming back down in trip to the three miles will probably suit him um if the you know the ground has dried up a little bit by the wednesday i said that the weather forecasts are far a little bit of a lottery from what i can see but if the ground isn't riding too soft um you know to make him an outright price of of, of around 22 20 to 1 or there or thereabouts. Probably, I think, um, does him a bit of a disservice. So I've got to find an angle in the Huick. Uh Envoy Allen. I don't know what to make of. It. I've given up with this show. I, th- I think myself and Andy have just given up <laughs> with Envoy Allen. On, um, it's clearly just absolutely loves Cheltenham, doesn't he? Um, I, I suppose that probably would be the thing you take away from him. Yeah, fair play to him winning the Ryanair Chase. Um, you know, he, he was woeful at this meeting twelve months ago, albeit uh, the horse was under a little bit of a cloud and, um. It was the wrong trip, but uh, he's run some shockers at Uh He was set off a short price a couple of years ago when he was pulled up. Um, and I think he was beaten uh, on another occasion. Um, I can't remember who beat him now, but it, it's not been one of his happy hunting grounds for Envoy Allen, I, I don't think, Pudgestown. So, yeah, he has, he has a real kind of Jekyll and Hyde profile. So, yeah, expect Gallup in the Champ to win. But I think there are others in here which may make him go through the gears perhaps more than his price suggests. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to play Hewick uh, for the for the forecast or some form of betting angle I haven't come to yet, but I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going
0: to get Hewick on side. Get on side. 21 in the outright market, but there'll be plenty of other ways to do so. Um, come. Uh, 5.55 on uh, Wednesday. So do check out Unibet for their other markets. They might have their Hewitt the one to side with, and what promises to be a cracking Punch Cold Cup on Wednesday. Um, the 6.30, two more races to preview. We've got the bumper now, um, just over the extended two miles, where a dream to share is the five to four favourite ahead of Tully Hill at two to one. Um, it's, for me, it's 15 to two. Uh, Rathgal Boy is 17-2, Western Diego 9-1, to 16-1 no time to wait, 18-1 to one, King of Kingsfield, 33-1 to Fasar Mode, and a piece of heaven 150-1. to one. Nine runners again here, Ed.
1: Yeah, what a race this is. Uh, um, this really is exciting, obviously a dream to share. Uh, fantastic scenes, uh, weren't there, at the, at the Cheltenham Festival uh, in, in a thrilling yeah. race, getting a better fact to file. Uh, this really is a little bit of a head scratch. I mean, the, the absolute, um, the joker in the pack who's moving in here is Tully Hill. Uh, who's the uh, the uh, the Patrick Mullins elect. And uh, I mean, he was, he was devastating how well he went through uh, winning his, his bumper at Gorham Park. It's a the, it's the bumper, that Gorham Park bumper, which has thrown up some pretty decent horses in recent times, um, mainly from the Henry de Bromhead yard. But Bally Adam won it a few years ago. We had Journey with Me win it, Bob Ollinger. Won the same race. Mm. And uh, Tully Hill with a first-time tongue-tile. Well, we, we, anyway, we all saw it. I'm just stating the obvious. But Patrick didn't have to move, did he, uh, in order to get the job done here? Uh, coming into this race against Dream to Share, it really is exciting stuff. Um, at the prices, though, I'd be a small play here on horse number nine, Western Diego. Um, I think Derek O'Connor's going to get the ride here. Uh, on this <clears throat> this likely race, sort who dotted up, at Nace on debut back in January and then as we say that aforementioned champion bumper finished seventh uh, it doesn't tell the full story at all because uh the horse absolutely pulled Rachel Blackmore's arms out for for 80 percent of that race and coming to four out was still there in front going well despite trying to race like Patash um I mean he just <laughs> he just, just wouldn't he just would not settle and uh he's clearly a horse who's um who needs to learn probably will improve with time and racing but the 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 raw materials are there it's clear to see uh i think i don't think anyone would dispute that and um i mean it moved through the race like a really good horse only for those kind of antics um by over racing and racing too free, uh fell in a hole uh, and went inside the 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 closing stages of chatham where there was all that scrimmaging uh, the horse got hampered as well. If you remember rightly, that you know Rachel Blackball got the, got squeezed out, and it all ended a bit of a mess. And I, nonetheless, I, I think you can upgrade that run from Western Diego. I, I think it had to do a lot of the donkey work despite being keen. And um, if Derek O'Connor could just get this horse with the hood on, just to switch off, I, th- I think there's a fair old engine under the bonnet here. Um, so at the prices, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance. You're talking, you know, six six times the price of the market leader. Uh, I think Western Diego is a serious horse. Tully Hill, I'm, I'm fascinating in. You know, I'm more fascinated with Tully Hill in regards to next season what the, the grand plan is with that um, that son of Martelline. But yeah, Western Diego had a price for me to cause a, a bit of a turn up.
0: Western Diego, um, there is the one for Ed uh, in that bumper. Currently nine to one with UniBet. Um, you mentioned there Tully Hill, the, the horse Tully Hill beat will do, we then went on one next time as well for Gordon Elliott, to franking that form looks mm. to be a cracking bumper there in the in the 6.30, um, but the final race we're going to cover is the Handicap Chase and no prices up here yet from Unibet, they are paying uh, an extra place though, a fifth or four um, but we do have prices, kind of market prices which we can touch upon on Unibet will be out shortly, make sure you check Unibet um, and their prices here when that does come out, but hard door. Uh, is the three to one favourite head of? I liked the way you thinking. Uh, five to one Lieutenant uh, Command. Six to one Royal Rendezvous uh, is six to one as well. Andy Dufresne ten to one. Gallant John Joe twelve to one. Uh, a Man's fourteen to one. Little Yank sixteen to one. And Hereditary Rule eighteen to one.
1: Yeah, I'd take a chance here. Um, if you get double figures on Andy Dufresne, I think that's wrong. Uh, personally, uh, let everyone point to the, the grand annual, didn't totally go to plan, finished eighth, uh, made an absolute mess of the first fence, uh, and then was always playing catch up, uh, on the back of that it has to be said, and never really got into it, I think in the circumstances George, uh, did well to finish eighth, uh, where it was a case of the kind of, you know the bird of flown with, with many of those in front here, um, a young seven pound claim has been booked as well, off the Irish mark of 150 with a £7 claimer on, uh, ground should be fine. There's one here at the track before. Uh, I think double if you can get double figures, or well, there are their bouts, Andy Dufresne, that's just the wrong price. I, again, I, I don't think the result tells the full picture, and I do think there are um, mitigating circumstances for the performance. You, you just look at the form book and see, oh, beaten 27 lengths last time out. Again, far from tells the story. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he massively outrun his odds there. But uh, just going back to that bumper, I've obviously been listening to Andy holding far too much. There is a danger. (laughs) There is a danger. There is a danger here. I'm actually probably the first time in my life most looking forward to a bumper on a national hunt card, which <laughs> sounds, I mean, I really need to go and get myself tested or something, because when you've got um, Brave Man's game and, and, and galloping the champ and all those locking horns, I, I mean, that's almost blasphemy, isn't it? But um, it is one for the kind of the, 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 the speed figure gurus, really. But no, that bumper at 6.30 does look uh, epic, and it will have a huge bearing on next season, naturally. But um, in regards to that 7.05 yeah, if you can get um, double figures on Andy Dufresne, just looks the wrong price to me, because I said, oh, I just think you can you can make... There were excuses for his run last time out, and I think they're all valid.
0: It's interesting you mentioned Andy and the bumpers um, before you go, because I he I asked him to send me his sheet before the Cheltenham, Cheltenham champion bumper, because I wanted to have a bet and didn't want to back anything with the top end. And one of the horses that was towards the top end of his speed figures was Leckie Watson. And I went back and watched Leckie Watson, who was, came to Cheltenham as a maiden, it was 100 to 1 in the, on the morning of the, of the race went back and watched um her first two runs and race incredibly keen in both and ran crackers and two out you know you, you mentioned west indigo two out yeah. i was getting quite excited and, and lucky watson was massively hampered and ended up still running on for fourth for some place money so, I mean, yeah, with these with these champion bumpers, often the eyes can be deceiving and the figures can tell you a, a hell of a lot. And I think Nicky Watson's actually entered in, hopefully runs in, in the bumper on Friday, uh, which should be interesting. So um, we'll get Andy's thoughts at some point. I'm sure we'll make sure you read his column on the Odd Checker app on uh, Wednesday morning, where I'm sure he'll put something up in the bumper and we can all uh, get involved then. I was going to
1: say, he couldn't make the show. He's too busy um, sorting out his Eurovision bets. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure he'll, He's he'll, too get, busy back, with it. he'll get back to the day. Job, He's got the stopwatch.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, well, thank you very much to Ed, as ever, for joining us um, and talking through the card on Wednesday. Uh, I'll be back with Johnny Ward um, tomorrow on Tuesday. Uh, we're, really, we're recording day three, so keep your eye out on that. Uh, thank you very much to our sponsors, Unibet, for their continued support. If you haven't got a Unibet account, just click on the link below where you can sign up and get the welcome offer which is money back to up to 40 pounds if your first racing bet loses plus a 10 pound casino bonus uh extra places on wednesday in the 340 and the 705 as i said and boosting the prices of the 415 the 445 520 555 and 630 on the day of racing from three o'clock boosting that fav price so make sure you check it out there Hopefully it should be a great first couple of days to the racing over at Punchestown. Please do ensure that you gamble responsibly. Subscribe to the OddsChecker YouTube channel and you can find the rest of the OddsChecker betting show previews up on there. See you there.